0: hey this is the echo cast this is episode 10 so i'm gonna call it 10 times i am morgan also known as bond diesel and i will be bringing you the state of the game recap a little bit of division news some speculation some personal content updates a little bit of gaming news and a wrap up So, let's get started. First, I want to thank everyone for the support with the podcast. We're 10 episodes in now. Uh, We're getting honestly more response than I expected. And I just really appreciate it. We have one episode about to hit 100 listens. And uh, most of the other ones at 40 or 50 or more. It's really appreciated. I plan on keeping them coming. So... Stay of the game recap, nothing we will be getting an another stay of the game on June 7th, I'm suspecting we get talk about 1.8.2, at least about the two new legendaries, maybe about what shields are, cause that's still a big mystery, I suspect we'll get some kind of look back at the last two years ish plus and probably maybe even a look ahead to the future I suspect that stay of the game is not something that ends with Division 1 if anything it sounds like they're trying to improve and we will see what we get for division news they posted about a referral program for the PC players that can earn you credits and a couple exclusive emotes I saw this on the Uplay program a couple weeks ago but they're just now really pushing it um it looks really cool obviously i'm personally a little bummed that it's only for pc maybe it will expand i've as expected seen people throwing a fit about not getting things on console Uh, and i'm saying this as a console player it's not the end of the world we'll survive i'm sure they'll sneak it into us one way or the other eventually so chill out it's another thing like the Twitch drops and various other things they've been doing that show that I suspect we're going to have a much more community focused game in Division 2 I'm really hoping for a lot of things but we'll discuss those in the coming weeks so the global event Onslaught or as one of my lovely viewers named it Bondslaught uh, it's fun but maybe a little underwhelming, at least for me. The gas bullets are awesome. The flame ones only seem to affect enemies, like, every now and then. I don't know. Um And the bleed seems to do almost nothing. Now, when you move on to the, the different modifiers, the higher modifiers, they seem more effective, but um, the, the base global modifier... Is a little underwhelming to me. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just not super into it. But it's been fun so far. I still haven't completed my Lone Star or my Reclaimer, but I'm going to try and make a push um, until it's over. So wish me luck. Uh, there was a slight change with the event where they changed the things you needed for the Smiler mask, the one with a skull face. They took away the need to do Stolen Signal. I believe there were some complaints from people about the fact that it essentially made um, made anyone who didn't have the DLCs unable to play uh, or to get the mask. Um, my personal opinion for a while has been that they should just release these and let everyone have them who's in the game. It would throw more people into survival and last stand, um, more people into missions like Stolen Signal which, in my personal opinion, is a mission I, one, despise to do, but, two, think it's the best mission we have in the entire game because it requires coordination, it requires communication, it requires a lot of things, and even with the new sets, it's at least a little bit more challenging than anything else we can do. The biggest issue with Stolen Signal being that the rewards are pretty garbage for what you have to invest, time-wise. That said, Smiler Mask now does not require Stolen Signal, and go out there and get it it's my personal favorite mask but it seems like a lot of people like the Oni one I haven't really heard anyone say anything about the third one which I can't even remember the name of the last little bit of news uh, the Ronald McDonald House received a donation of over $4,400 Amper, Terry and Matt Shacha did a stream fundraiser it was awesome it was really really cool to see Shacha on there again it was uh, Terry and Amper, you know, were great as always. Um, th- this is a organization that's helped my family personally, and I thought it was really great that that's who they picked. And I'm uh, really proud of the whole community, but especially those guys for organizing this and executing it so amazingly. So thanks to everyone who donated. Thanks to those guys for holding this. And uh, I'd love to see more of this stuff in the future. So, for our speculation piece today, I talk a lot about aesthetics and how, you know, the type of aesthetics I prefer in games and things like that. Um, The Division for me is a weird game where it has what I would call a realistic aesthetic, but is just sci-fi or mystical enough that, you know, you obviously can't call it a realistic game. Um, I, I believe this game's aesthetic has been one of its biggest problems um, for me it's not because I love the way it looks I love the style of the art and of the just the design of the game in general gritty realistic just really cool The problem is, is I believe the aesthetic of this game has caused uh, a bit of a misunderstanding by people who just jump in and play they they see you know Call of Duty or Battlefield level graphics they see real people they see real things and real guns that they've played with before in other games and then they shoot someone in the head and they take you know like 12% of damage and they and they look around like well I hit, I shot that guy in the head with a bullet why why is he still alive why is he still shooting at me why is he still running why is he healing And the aesthetic of the first game was a problem in that sense that I believe the aesthetic of this game and the idea of the game drew in a lot of people who had never played RPGs, which I would almost consider myself one of those people. I've played Diablo, I've played Fallout, but never got super deep into the the RPG side of the game, other than just basically just playing it. I never got really deep. So... This game has even been a significant experience for me, and I even had some experience with RPGs. I can only imagine for the likely millions of people who bought this game purely off what it looked like, they were probably a bit surprised. And I think one of the biggest failings of the first game, as a concept and not directly blaming anyone, but the the way that the players are educated on these systems, was kind of lackluster to say the least. I, I believe there's a weird balance that you have to try to strike between not hand-holding and respecting the intelligence of your players and not annoying the people who are familiar with these mechanics but also creating a game that maybe a majority of people going into it don't realize what they're even getting into and understanding that and coddling those people just a little bit to get them started and when I, a lot of the issues I saw right when the game came out, especially, but even to this day, I see people complaining about, you know, they want the game to be one shot headshots and they want it to be a realistic model, which to me means that they've lost sight of what the whole game is supposed to be in the first place. I'm not judging them. Maybe they just would prefer if this was a realistic style game in some ways that would be kind of cool, but I think what the division does so many things unique that if you take those unique things away from it, the RPG aspect, the DZ, and other things, it's no longer the division in my personal opinion. So when it comes to the division two, I kind of wanted to discuss a few topics and how the aesthetic of the game can remain, but gameplay can be a little bit better and more accepted. So the main thing I would say is training is whether or not it's a toggle that you can turn it off or on. I know that there's like tool tips and stuff, but they were extremely minimal in this game. And I, I don't remember any significant explanation in the game while you, when you started of, of, of just explaining things like crit chance and crit damage, um, resistances and armor and damage mitigation. And, skill haste and things like that i understand that many of the people listening to this show right now probably understand all of these things either from the division or from other games and are probably thinking bond like what are you talking about those are really simple concepts but i really want you to consider the type of people who may have grabbed this game when it came out um, who only played call of duty or ghost recon or other games in the tom clancy world or outside of it and aren't used to this type of of gameplay and while there may be some attitude of, well, they just need to learn. I agree to a point, but we don't want to just dismiss that player base that that's a whole chunk of people that want to play this game. And you know, the more people that play this game the more money gets invested into it and the longer we get to play it and the more stuff we get to play. So we should, there's really very few types of players that I don't think should be welcomed with open arms. And you know, that's a discussion for a different day. But my biggest thing is with the gameplay of the game in, in the future and the Division Two especially, there's gotta be some more explanation and training for people who don't get it. If you want if there's hopefully there's a way to turn it off. I don't know if I'm gonna need it unless we have some significant game changes, which we could in the next edition and division two but for the most part i'm probably not going to need a whole lot of that but there's going to be people again who are going to play this game who are going to pick it up and are going to say why isn't this guy dying in one shot or why are their damage numbers and why are the damage numbers different colors and why do i get one color sometimes but not other times why do my skills not come back fast enough i need to heal you know things like that it's just people need to understand those concepts better i think the to have fun with this game and to stick with it cuz i i can't i'd be very curious to know a number of people who played maybe played through 1 to 30 because it's not as noticeable and then they hit end game and we're very confused when it comes to things like the gear and skills and missions i really i really hope that we get a little bit more you know i love the aesthetic i hope it continues the you know post apocalypse stuff and all of that Um, but again i think it all comes back to the training with gear and skills explaining like what things like skill haste are and why your sticky bomb will cause more damage if you have more electronics or not one thing to keep in mind we may have different types of stats in the next game it may not be firearm stamina and electronics it may be something else but whatever it is i really want there to be some kind of system that balances that because when, if people understand that, then I think you'll see a lot less of those. But I shot him in the head. Why didn't he die? I just I still see a lot of that. But I especially remember seeing a ton of that at the beginning of the game. And then the missions as well. You, know, you have this realistic aesthetic. You have these bullet spongy enemies. Um, which on that topic, very quickly. I do think the time to kill can be a little bit lower for yourself. For other players in PvP and for the enemies but there's a line right there's a balance in there somewhere where it's not realistic because it doesn't need to be it's an rpg but it also can't be too long which i think it is in a lot of cases right now where it's not maybe as satisfying but i digress with the missions i really hope that there's more mechanics involved realistic mechanics would be great We have some of those currently like in dragon's nest, you turn off the the two things, you you turn on the things at the same time to move the crane. You've got multiple missions where you carry a breaker box to a breaker, um, or a breaker to a breaker box. Like those are fine. Um, But the two things I'd like to see is more variety and use of them in general, as well as not maybe handholding us completely with those, especially with things like incursions and raids i i really like the idea of how like destiny when they put out a new raid they don't tell you how to do it and there's very minimal clues on how to do them and that's something that you know in the beginning missions and maybe even the main missions of the story of the of the division two sure this is where you can train us on the types of mechanics you're going to expect us to use in incursions or raids if we have them That you expect us to use in things like maybe an evolution of HVTs and underground where they're more complicated than just running through areas, murdering everyone you see. Um, Use the story missions to train us, but then let us just figure it out when you move beyond those main missions. That's something I'd really like to see. I think you can still have a realistic aesthetic. Um, A big thing I've seen where people are talking about how Destiny, the raids are easier to design because you're spacemen with space magic. You can jump a billion feet in the air, you can shoot lasers and and do everything you need to do. So it opens up a a platforming um, potential. It opens up a lot of mechanics and destiny that you don't get in the division because the division, at least in some capacity is grounded to reality, at least as we know it. You know, I, and I really personally hope that doesn't change a whole lot in the division too, because we don't you know, really want to lose that completely. At least I don't, I, I still want the game to be based in reality with some ability to just accept things. Like when you shoot a heel on the ground and your player runs through it, that they just gain back health. Obviously it's not realistic, but from a gameplay perspective, it's necessary. Healing is likely going to be different in the division Two, but that's just my example. So, this, that, that was a shorter rant than normal, but I, I really just hope that they continue to really feel and stay grounded in this realistic aesthetic, um, but try to help people who aren't used to this type of game, understand why it looks real, but doesn't play real for the most part. When it comes to content updates for myself, uh, the agent figure giveaway is still ongoing, you can see those links all over the place. You're likely annoyed by them by now, but you can look on my Twitter, especially, and I've been posting links on there. Um, you can check out my stream as well by um, entering exclamation point giveaway, and it will pop up a link for you. Um, I'm, I'm working on some ideas for Division Two videos. I've got some things, some some things I want videos. You know, kind of the maybe so- somewhat little bit clickbait kind of things kind of um normal stuff um but i think it's stuff that's necessary especially before i head to e3 and get into all of that jazz um i I think it i i want to give my thoughts now and then be able to recollect later uh and and relook at them and see you know how i feel about them after i go to e3 and after i learn i hope quite a bit of information Speaking of E3, uh, we're down to, I believe, as of the recording of this, 16 days until the Ubisoft conference on the Monday. Uh, And then I'll be there until Thursday or Friday morning um, for the rest of the events. Um, Content-wise, things are going to slow down a little bit, obviously. I'm really going to do my best. Um, I'm going to post the same big stuff that probably everyone else there and most other people are going to be posting but I'm also going to try to make sure to take a few maybe unique angles or present some information a little bit differently than everyone else because I know it's so many of the same people follow so many of the people who are going for division that I think, um, uh, it, it's a, it, it's a service to you all to not just present the exact same thing that everyone else does. Um, and lastly with the stream, I'm in a weird spot with the stream. Um, numbers are weird. I've, I've tried to poke around with some other games. Um, and the funny thing is it's not, um, like when I stream Stay of decay or wildlands, the thing that doesn't bother me, um, the, the thing that doesn't bother me is the numbers. Um, and actually wildlands does okay. Numbers wise compared to my normal stream of 20 or 30 people, um, wildlands does okay. Cause I think it's interesting and I genuinely enjoy it. But what I'm finding is that I really still just really enjoy streaming The Division. That's the game I prefer to stream. And whether or not it's because people just like to watch The Division or because it actually makes me happy to play it, when I've been playing some other stuff, I can tell that either people aren't interested in the content or that I'm not being interesting because I don't really care. I personally don't really care about I like State of Decay. I love it, actually. I really enjoy playing it off-stream. But what I like so much about streaming is talking to you guys and answering questions and asking questions and laughing and getting into maybe serious discussions, bordering on arguments. But that's what I enjoy. And I've noticed that the divisions, the game I can do the best where I'm accomplishing something on the screen, but I'm also interacting heavily in the conversation with you all. And I think most of you come around and consume my content, not because I am a elite level player, because if anyone says I am, they're just straight lying, including myself, but because I try to provide that community and maybe that argument or that, you know, working through ideas and things like that. So I don't know. The stream's going to be interesting. I'm going to kind of let it evolve as we go. Um, this week I only got to stream four times. I've been extremely busy, uh, this coming week I'm planning on streaming possibly up to six times. That's why I've scheduled right now. Um, instead of being worried or getting upset about it, I'm just going to dive in and see what happens. So hold your butts. We're going to be jumping in, uh, with gaming news in general. The only thing I was really going to chit chat about was the Detroit become human game. um, getting rave reviews skill up did a great review of it i've seen other uh, a couple other good reviews um, i've watched a few people play it i've checked out some gameplay videos myself i don't have a playstation i'm not gonna buy a playstation to play this game um, but it looks interesting i really like the idea of how many branches it can go through um i played heavy rain back in the day which if i remember correctly is made by the same person it sounds like it's uh, it's advanced quite a bit since then. I thought that game was interesting, Heavy Rain, um, but definitely nothing that like you know was gonna make me change the way I play games. Um, so this one's one that I'm going to enjoy kind of seeing what people find and explore in that game. Um, I, I know there's the big rivalry between PlayStation and um, Xbox. When um, I, I still kind of hold to my opinion that. Uh, Microsoft holds the hardware uh, advantage significantly but that at the end of the day if there's not good software it doesn't matter how good the hardware is and uh, Sony is definitely kicking Microsoft's butt um, when it comes to software that said there really isn't anything on PlayStation that's made me want to buy one I'm more than content to just see people play it and the thing I think people um, need to kind of realize is that there, um, there's there's more to it than just that. You know, it's uh, and and those arguments kind of get petty <laughs> uh, often. Maybe even for myself a little bit. But the big thing I don't think people realize is that like Sony, you know, obviously has other products. They don't just make the PlayStation and produce these games. Um, they have cell phones and TVs and lots of other products. But the PlayStation brand to them is very important. Whereas with Microsoft, they don't really care as much about it as Sony does, PlayStation, and that shows, right? Uh, if I remember correctly, they don't even expect Xbox to make money. Uh, it's mostly a way to get Windows out in uh, in the Windows um, experience and um, you know, it's it's reach to as many people as possible. The game side of it almost has felt like at least for a long time a side uh, a side project that said they still need to step the game up because there's people like myself who have invested significant money into their products um and while the third party titles are it's great you know and that's mostly why i play anyways i don't really i think the sony exclusives are cool but i'm not really invested in, in, in any of them i'm not really invested in any uh xbox exclusives. I don't really care about Halo anymore. Forza is cool, but I haven't played it in years. Um I just don't I'm not really State of the K is a game I like to play, but you know, that's like a it's not a triple A game to say the least. So it's interesting. Um but PlayStation continues to kick butt with their software and all the power to them. Looks like they will be bringing out another console in a few years. I'm surprised that they aren't bringing it out sooner because with the software they have if they could jump ahead of Xbox for the next, you know, quote unquote generation of games and really steal that thunder while Xbox is trying to ramp up the software side of things, because I'm expecting a new Xbox around the same time they're expecting a new PlayStation. Um, and I expect Xbox to continue this idea of backwards compatibility. So my Xbox One X, when the next Xbox comes out, will still be able to play the new games that come out just at a lower level. And then, when I upgrade, or if I upgrade, I'll be able to still go back and play everything I could have played before. I I really see Microsoft maybe going the route of not bringing out a PlayStation 2 or a Xbox 2, you know, but bringing out the next Xbox One and continuing to upgrade it rather than bringing out entirely new systems because they don't really need to anymore with the way they're handling their software. It's interesting. I'm curious to see how it goes xbox needs to make their software better i'll leave it there that's all i have for this time uh, you can find me on twitter youtube twitch as bond diesel and on instagram as bond diesel underscore twitch um i want to add a little patreon credit here utb doug thank you very much for being my first patron and currently my only one if anyone wants to contribute that way Uh, links are readily available if not just let me know i'll send it to you and i am happy to give uh, credits at the end of the podcast and i'm going to start trying to do them at the end of my videos that's all i have for this time this was bond diesel until next time